Um, but I love pasta. I eat pasta everywhere. Okay. Um, so I'm not eating that. But I, I do crave pasta and I do crave sweets. Mm-hmm. So then, like I was saying earlier, we want to look in your childhood and look for um, experiences where either you were dealing with issues around people pleasing um, where you had high stress moments. How does that have to, anything to do with people pleasing? You gotta explain that to me. Right. So, you t- remember I was talking about eating certain foods, you have learned how to use them to suppress emotions. So, when we think about like the holidays coming up, right? Everybody's coming to this party with all their emotional wounds, right? And they're eating all this unhealthy food, which makes them feel good. And then the aura of the holiday event is love. Right. So now you have come with your emotional wounds and you suppress them with food surrounded by love. So now the brain is an image associating organ. So when you deal with emotionally traumatic events, when I say traumatic, that means anything that's stressful. People think trauma is just like fighting and things like that. Any stressful event can cause emotional trauma if you don't know how to navigate that, that scale in that environment. So we have all these people with their emotional traumas coming to an event where there's unhealthy food surrounded by love. The brain is an image associating organ. So now your brain knows you have this emotional trauma and associates the love that you feel with these foods. So now you have associated love, happiness, the dopamine response with that trauma, but that food takes care of it. Mm, For a minute. For a minute. And ultimately, that leads to health problems. So when we come to people and they, they're like, hey, go vegan. Oh, I can't do that. I can't let go of my chicken. I can't let go of this. It's not. It's, yes, because it tastes good. But also on a deeper level, it's because of how that food makes them feel. Maybe that's something that their great grandma uh, started them on. You know, every Sunday they ate that. So that chicken represents their great grandma. Mm. And that feeling that their great grandma gave them. So every time they bite that chicken, they might not think about their great grandma, but they get that comforting feeling. Right. Got so. It. Certain emotions, when I go to my uh, holiday dinners with my family, I look at everybody's plate. And without my mom, my auntie, my grandma, even myself voicing or articulating my problems, I can see on your plate what you're dealing with. Right. So sweet. That's crazy. Right. So like sweets is usually depression, low self-esteem, issues around self-worth. And that can be broken down into different things. Maybe you were bullied as a child. Uh, Maybe you didn't get the praises from your parents that you wanted, right? So what does that do over time? That could lead to you being inconsistent, right? But I'll have to go deeper into the profile. But the top layer of it is low self-worth, low self-esteem, depression for sweets, Mm -hmm. for uh, the pastas, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. And it always starts in childhood. Mm, I never looked at it like that. Oh, yeah. A lot of people say that when when they... do you have do you have like a book or something that you wrote that goes like deeper into that specifically like the like the association of something? I oh, have, in your in your course, it, it yeah. It talks week to number that? one, that's all we deal with in the course because before the the idea of the course is you being able to, to able to remedy any health issues. I don't want you to depend on me to do it. I want to teach you how to do it for yourself. And that's week number four. But to get you to that point to say, okay, I'm going to be consistent with remedying my health issues, we got to first deal with the cravings. Because getting on a plan, like you said, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to remedy cancer, but I have people in my community that has done it. Yeah. And I don't like to say, I didn't do it, by the way. I didn't do it. I want to make sure that's known. I didn't do it. They did it for themselves. And they have the passion to heal themselves, so they've been able to do it. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, all of these things can be remedied depending on, and, and, and it can be regulated with food. Can be regulated with food, but people never make it to that level because they're fighting sweets. They're fighting sugar. Sugar is very addictive. It's one molecule away from crack cocaine, so mm. it's very similar in its chemical structure. It's not the same thing, but it's very similar in its uh, chemical structure. So people are highly addicted to it. I'm yeah. addicted to it as well. But I understand when I'm eating that that pie, I have to create a negative relationship with it. Right, so we eat it and we create a good relationship with it. Ooh, it makes me feel so good. It tastes so good. Ooh, grandma, you put your foot in this. No. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. 
By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash socialproof. That's netsuite.com slash socialproof. netsuite.com slash socialproof. Oh, you need to create a negative relationship with it. This is killing me. This is causing oxidation of my cells. This is causing cellular death, which leads to uh, dehydration of the cells, which leads to uh, inflammation in the joints. Right. So I'm saying these things as I eat it over time. That helps you to create a negative bond to the food and you can detach from it. You can do that. You can apply that to everything, to food, to people, to environments. You'll be able to detach from it easier. That was really, really good. Mm. We can clap that up. That was good. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. So if I can deal with the cravings, Mm -hmm. right? So, and I think getting off, detaching from a craving, it just takes time of not doing it, right? But after we detach from the cravings, what's next? Well, you want to first create boundaries around yourself and make sure you plan out how you will act. Because once you become triggered, you create a response where you go to something that's familiar. So say, for instance, my trigger is getting into a traffic jam, right? That triggers stress in my body. First thing I want to Pardon me, this water. It's okay. Just, <laughs> please, like, yeah, I know I please excuse water. me We're, as I taking a water break, I'll take drink one this too. Essentia. This moon jug over here. <laughs> I don't even want to drink this no more. I'm sorry. Put this okay, um, go ahead. Continue. You may have a trigger that causes you to eat things. You want to suppress that emotion. The body doesn't want to feel pain. The body wants to get you away from pain, right? So if you experience, remember trauma is any stressful event. You get into a traffic jam and that's a trigger for you. You want to escape that pain. So you can't escape the traffic. You may be able to do it through food though. And it makes that traffic jam a little easier to sit through. It does. Right? So you have to realize what are your triggers? Not only are we disassociating ourselves from the cravings, but what is the trigger that leads me to eating the craving? That's something we need to explore as well so that you have a parameter of boundaries of how you would deal with those specific triggers. Mm. So understanding my triggers of what trigger my abandonment won't help me to heal it as well. And how do we finally get on to the process of eating the right thing, so to speak? It always starts with the emotions, but after you understand, hey, these are my triggers, I created these boundaries, the next thing you need to do is do a spiritual detox, right? So you go through this uh, process, or I like to call it a spiritual ritual, where you do a spiritual bath, you do a dump list, you put everybody on notice that you're going through this transformation so Mm. they understand how uh, to communicate with you through this. You know, don't trigger you, don't become a trigger for me. You want to put everybody on notice, and the very next thing you want to do is understand how to eat. Right. So understanding your, yourself emotionally is one thing, but now we got to relearn how to eat, unlearn the old way and relearn the new way. Right. So we've taught we've been taught how to pair wine and cheese and all these things, but we're not taught how to pair our foods. You can't just eat everything together. That's why we get the itis. Right. Mm-hmm. Inflammation of the digestive system. You don't want to do that. You should not have a sluggish feeling after eating. So pairing food correctly. Protein should be eaten with low starch, non-starch vegetables. Carbohydrates can be eaten in small amounts with protein, but mostly with low starch, non-starch vegetables. Fats need to be eaten with leafy greens for optimal digestion. So we then go through learning how to eat. 
Got it. And that's a learning curve in itself as well. Uh, but you can go in the grocery store and be able to put meals together based on a meal pairing. Um, then the next thing you want to do, that's the foundation. If you're dealing with any health issues, then you add on the herbs. Get your food right before you add on the herbs. Like, I know you say you drink a sea moss, and I'm not going to judge you. But I want you to, I would rather you focus on the foundation first before adding the herbs. Also, sea moss isn't good? Sea moss is great. Sea oh, moss is a great attitude. You know, it, it and maybe it was bad. the one I had. Maybe what did you have? Like the flavored one? No, it was just terrible. It was in a jar. It was. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what type. I don't know. The guy was like, "Yo, just try it." And I, it was sea the consistency like of a, it. Uh, uh, it's from the sea, so it, it tastes kind of like you know, like salty a little bit sometimes. It, it tastes like it's from the sea. Yeah, exactly. it's from the sea. So you got that's crazy. I never it. even like. Made that connection. It was just crazy. Yeah, I ain't it's seaweed. So from the sea, right? So um, the sea moss has like that ocean taste. Mm, yes, uh, so you that's gotta exactly add it. it. To yep. like applesauce makes it like tones that down or adding it to like strawberry puree or something, it tones it down. Mm, but got if you it. eat it right at the jar and you're not used to that, yeah, it ain't going to be a happy, happy trip for you. When I ate it, it created a negative relationship. <laughs> Try to educate somebody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.